Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Be Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan, Vodka Red Bull Friday, powered by Scotty's Handcrafted Vodka. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland made, amazingly smooth, and loved throughout the DMV. Be Mitchell Finley is also presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit johnsellsdmv.com. And let's go back to the BetQL guest line. As sports betting has come to Maryland, don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find out find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Well, joining us now on the BetQL guest line is my buddy, Leslie Shepard, played with Washington from 94 to 98, playing for some other teams, but we're not worried about those other teams right now. What's up, Shep? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. What's happening? I am absolutely chilling, brother. So we are going to be doing a call segment later on and look at the best moments from 2022 and then the turning point of the season. If you had to give me an answer to that best moment thing, what would be the best moment you saw in 2022? Uh, the best moment for me has got to be the Eagles win. I mean, you know, yeah. as a team, I, nobody gave us a chance. You know what I mean? You give us some bragging rights. You know, that's a division rival team. So, I, I, got, I got to say the Eagles, the Eagles game, man. You know what I mean? There's some, some plays here and there that was good. But, I, you know, overall, to me, that's, that's, the, that's the biggest moment. The turning point of the season. I, I have, like, two of them. And one turned in a positive manner and the other one turned in a negative manner. And I don't know if, if people are going to really look at these, but it's going to be some other. What's, what's yours? Oh, man, the turning point for me, obviously, is when Heineke got on the road. You know what I mean? When they start running off those wins. I mean, I can't pinpoint a specific play, right? But just the fact that they was winning games and the defense started to jail uh, and they start playing together as a unit, um, that, that's the turning point for me. I just think, you know, we just got to be more consistent, you know. Uh, but we, can, we, we, we obviously have one of the best defenses in the league, and once they kind of jailed and meshed, I think that was a turning point for us. Yeah, I, I I look at that same thing. I look at right around the time that was at at uh, what was it the uh, Chicago game, and right. uh, Carson breaks his finger, and then also Taylor comes in, and it looked it like every game. yeah, it seemed like everybody was on the same point. But then the last three weeks has been like when we tied against the Giants. That that to me went into a negative match. Like that tie kind of made even fans start to say, "What the hell?" I thought the Giants weren't, weren't very good. And then we tied them, and then we come back and we lose to them. And then we roll out the 49. So it looks like things are totally different right now for me, where my New Year's resolution, and I'm asking people that later, is that this team learns to start fast. I don't care if it's minicamp. I don't care if it's training camp. I don't care if it's the season. But I, and, and games, I need to see them to start fast because we have this mindset that, 
oh, yeah, Ron teams plays better when it gets late in the season. Hell, every team plays better. Because what happens normally late in the season is you start to get better, you gel together, you get more chemistry, and things work out better for you. But if you start off slow, you got to be damn near perfect down the stretch to catch up with the teams that have been playing well already. Yeah, I think our issue down the stretch, man, these last four games, I, I, I honestly believe is coaching. You know what I mean? We're not making adjustments. People have adjusted to us, right? They know what we do well. Mm-hmm. Right? They know we have a good defensive unit. Uh, offensively, they know we're stagnant. You know, we can run the ball okay. You know, passing is not our forte. So we as an offensive unit, we're not making adjustments as a staff. We're not making adjustments as a staff on defense. Uh, we didn't make any adjustments in the Niners game last week. Uh uh, Scott Turner is still doing the same thing in the red zone. He 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 scripts his plays. Obviously, people know how uh, he he calls his plays, and he don't make any adjustments based on the flow of the game. And I think he has to get off of that script, and he got to play. He got to call plays based on how the team is playing. If the running game is running well, we got to continue to run the ball. Uh, if the defensive backs are are struggling, they're on their heels, and 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 T Mac. Uh, I mean, all three of the receivers had touchdowns last week, right? Mm-hmm. And if you ask any Commanders fans. Uh, they didn't see the game. The three of our receivers scored touchdowns, and then we still didn't win the game. They would have been like, "Man, that's impossible." So <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it, it boils down to coaching. It boils down to adjustments. How are you going to adjust to what they adjust to? Right? They're taking away what you do well, so you have to counter that. And it boils down to that. Now, you know, just I think it was a knee-jerk decision to take Heineke out, but that's just my opinion. Um, I, I think that it's not about the quarterback. It's about the, the offensive play calling, and it's about, you know, the personnel you have on the field. you got to put your guys in positions to be successful, and I don't think they're doing that. Uh, they're not showcasing the guys they need to showcase, and they acting like they have a solid team. I heard y'all talking about the Hogs and the new name and all that, but we mm-hmm. don't have the Hogs right now, <laughs> right? I, I, you know, I don't know what a small pig is called, but, piglet. you know, they ain't Hogs. A piglet. Right? So we got some piglets. <laughs> Right. You know, I'm not a pork eater, but, you know, uh, we, right now we don't have the hogs up there. So we have to adapt to what we have on the field. It's the end of the season and we still have a shot to make the playoffs. Uh, it's not the quarterback. You know, it's amazing with these fans uh, in Washington, how different they are based on wins and losses. And now all of a sudden we lose a few games and now everything is terrible. You know what I mean? We were trying to tell these guys that from the beginning that we still need to fix some things even when they want. True. Um, and, 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 and it's the same old thing, man. It's like, you know, uh, beating a drum. You know, it's the same old thing each week. Well, I think when you look at uh, Taylor Heineke, as I watched him throughout the season, when they went to a like a, a tempo offense, he was mm-hmm. much more effective. And like, right. people always talk about the two-minute offense. What people don't understand, two-minute offense is simply this. You get a defense stuck with a certain grouping on the field. And right. when you are, are, are trying to stop somebody, when you're being reactive and they're being proactive, they don't get as tired as you do. You know what I'm saying? And right. you, yeah, you you calling plays at the line. They can't get a breather. They they can't really uh, look to the sideline. The coach give them everything. So you keep them off balance. And that normally works for most people. But yeah, he's, you, you, he's successful at it, but we, we, we don't do it enough with him. I think that could have helped him out. Or just get him outside of the damn tackles. Because when he's sitting in the pocket, it's not he don't he doesn't have great vision because he's so short. He don't have great vision, but the reality is this, man. Heineke and Wentz, it's not too much difference, right? The mm-hmm. percentage, they, they, uh, completion percentage is about the same, 62-63. I think 62 for Heineke, 63 for Carson Wentz, but he hasn't played as much, right? The interception ratio is, is 12 touchdowns to six with Heineke and 11 with Wentz and six with uh, uh, in, uh, interceptions. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the winning and the winning is, is the biggest thing, right? Heineke yeah. is five and three, and Carson Wentz is two and four. So they, they're pretty much the same. We're not going to talk about their QBR. It's awful. It's at the bottom. Let me just 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 say that for mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. But they're trying to call plays based on who they have in the game. Now, me personally, I believe Carson Wentz is in there basically basically because of what they paid him. That's just the bottom line. I don't have anything to do with the line. I don't have anything to do with us trying to be a more productive offensive unit. Carson Wentz came in at the end of the Niners game, and he looked real efficient at the end of the game. But if you're the backup quarterback and you're sitting on the sideline and you're hearing everything that they're saying about Heineke, what he needs to do, uh, what is he doing wrong, once you get in the game, you're taking advantage of that, right? He stopped going to the check down. He was getting the ball to Logan Thomas. He was getting the ball out of his hands faster. Even when the pocket collapsed one time, he did a little Patrick Mahomes flip pass. So he he looked productive. So I think think that's like smoke and mirrors to the fans. But he has to do that for a whole four quarters, and we're going to see what happens uh, uh, against uh, the Browns. You know, and they're not as good as the Niners, but still, Carson Wentz has to be productive. He has to be smart with the football. He can't sit in the pocket and get the ball stripped out of his hands. Uh, and he has to use his legs. You know what I mean? He's a bigger, more athletic guy than Heineke, in my opinion. And he got to use that to his advantage. I think when you look at this game, though, and I think one thing works to Washington's advantage, and I hope they take full advantage of it, uh, the the Cleveland Browns give up like a hundred and I think forty yards or something like that a game when it comes down right. to, to giving up or rushing the ball. Washington runs the football very effectively, you know. Right. Uh, I, I think if they're not trying to run, and, and what people got to understand when we say run the football and stick with the run, we don't mean run the ball seventy five times in the game. Exactly. We're saying if there's a situ, if you're effectively getting three to five yards a carry, you get to a second and two, and and they can't stop your run. It's unnecessary to do a double reverse. It's unnecessary to try to do some trick play and throw the ball way down the field. Run the ball, take time off the clock, and and then when you get inside the five-yard line, let's not run three to four straight uh, balls, run the ball in the shotgun formation. How about change some stuff up? We watched last week with with, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, I don't like him as a person. I think he's a great coach, though. You know what I'm saying? That dude had – so much motion going on. I watch our linebackers stand there like two seconds before they move because they didn't know what the hell was going on. And that's all you want to do. You want the, ha- the linebacker to hesitate, give you a crease, get the first down, get in the end zone. We don't do that. We line up and try to run the ball when they're waiting for it. He takes advantage of matchups, man. Now, again, it falls on coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittles didn't have, you know, he wasn't having a great season. The last couple of weeks he's been, you know, having great games, and he just exploded against us. But he understood the linebackers. He understood the safety was missing. He understood we had some guys beat up in the secondary. And that's my point about Scott Turner. He has to adapt to the team that he's playing. He he can he can he has to deviate from his script sometimes and call plays based on the personnel. He has to get some feedback from his receivers. He has to get some feedback from the quarterback and stop trying to dictate everything. Let them tell you, listen, coach, we can continue to run the ball over the left side. Or coach, listen, I can beat this guy on a drag route or a nine route. Right, uh, Carson Wentz can tell him, "Listen, man, you know the sprint out, the rollouts is better. Let's move the pocket a little bit. You know the, the pressure's coming from my weak side." So he has to deviate from his script and allow his players to help him uh, be productive, be productive as play calling. Because you can see it. He gets into the red zone and he just, you know, out of the blue. That's why people watch the game and say, "Man, why did he run that double reversal? Why did he run that, <laughs> you know, that speed sweep?" That's because he scripted that stuff. You know what I mean? He figured, like, okay, I watched them guys on film for the last few weeks, and this is what I think is going to be productive. But you get in the game, and a lot of times the things that you see on film, 
they adjust to that. They mm-hmm. know you're watching them on defense, right? They know what the team they're going to play the next week is doing. They're watching us on defense. So, listen, this is what we're going to do, right? In third and short, we didn't blitz last week. So, this week we're going to blitz, and now we're going to just keep them off balance and see how they adjust. And we're not making adjustments. And that's the biggest issue right now. People talking about we need to go get car and we need to do this and need to do that. <laughs> listen, man. Whatever you do, don't go get car. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If they've been shipping, they can't the get it done with him. Why bring him Period. They have to make adjustments during the course of the game and give themselves a chance to win. Because if you look at the game, man, it wasn't a bad game. Defense didn't play that bad, right? Yep. You know, anytime we anytime we uh, we can hold a team under 24 points, we can win the game. We own four when they score more than 24 points. So defensively, they gave up those big plays. You know, they gave up the reverse to uh, uh, Ray Ray. Uh, and then they gave up two big plays to Kittles. But other than that, man, I thought the defense played solid, right? And, again, it's a team sport. It's not, you know, a defensive game. It's a team sport. So, offensively, we have to be more productive, and we have to help the defense out a little bit. Man. And a lot of times we, turn, we, we, we gave the ball, we turned the ball over. On special teams. We turned the ball yeah. over in the, in the red zone, and, and the defense goes out and they held them to field goals. So, they did a great job at times. The defense wasn't well. They would score 50 points. Okay, so if we get the red zone and we go empty, right, and, and Heineke get blitzed and fumble the ball, whose fault is that? Is that the line's fault, the quarterback's fault, or the man who called the play? <laughs> right? The man who called the play, you who understands that they right, can't block you and then you're going to try. in a position where they can't be successful, and that's his fault. you got to understand that, man. I mean, you know, football is not that difficult. you got a beast back there running back, hand him the ball, right, get the ball, downhill and get some get some points and they just not doing that man i get they get too just like uh metcalf said earlier they getting too cute right you know they trying to do too many <laughs> fancy plays and things of that nature stop trying to be your dad and be your own you know have your own identity i know you got to turn a name but be yourself you know what i mean you gotta you gotta coach based on your personnel and right now he's not doing that i mean come on the Niners are still winning and they have, they on a third quarterback I mean, yep. come on. Who is Pearly? Nobody knew who this was. Is it Pearly or Girly? I don't even uh, know what Purdy. his name is. Purdy. Purdy. Yeah, but I'm, that's my, you know what I mean? So <laughs> nobody even knew who this guy was, and they're still productive. He's Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last last player drafted. Exactly. So we, Ron <laughs> Rivera, Scott Turner, they have to get themselves together. They have to get on the same page. I think Ron wants Scott to run the ball more, and Scott think he, you know, he knows offense better than anybody. So, what they have to do is be more productive, put their guys in a position to, to win. And this is a winnable game. But let me just say this too, Beamish. Huh? The Cleveland Browns have a good defense too. I mean, they're not the Niners, but Gurley and Clowney and Denzel Ward, and these guys are legit players. You know what I mean? They don't have – they ain't just no cupcake. This ain't no easy win. This is not yeah. no easy out. Well, Gary's you know sitting I mean? there with 13 and a half sacks, and I think exactly. that's one of my – I, I threw out some of the top, uh, top matchups, and I think Miles Garrett – Against the D line, I mean, the, the, like, Miles Garrett J- and Alino, right there. That's gonna be an yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be a problem. So we are gonna need Logan to help. We are gonna need a back to stay in and help again. And you know, I hopefully we can win a you know time of possession battle as well too because Cleveland can get to running that ball downhill. And you know, Chubb is to me is one of the best backs in the league. Period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think this kid he gets better as the game goes on. And and how do you deflate a team that doesn't have anything to play for? I heard you guys talk about incentive packages and things these guys are playing for, jobs and things of that nature. But if you run the ball down somebody's mouth and bust them in the mouth, you're going to deflate them. They're going to be ready to go ahead and pack it in. You know what I mean? Especially they at home. You know, this is a home game. Hopefully it won't be, you know, it'll be more than 20. Uh, a thousand people in the stands uh, <laughs> this week, you know, so they can have a little bit of a home field advantage. But they have to control, 
the, the time of possession. They they have to eliminate the turnovers and 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 just don't expect Carson Wentz to make this team much better than it's been. You know what I mean? You know you are who you are, right? And we just got to make sure we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, I look at uh, Gurley right now. I mean, uh, Chubb, two hundred seventy six attempts, thirteen hundred forty four yards. He's averaging right at five yards a carry, twelve touchdowns. That's ninety yards a game. He's basically getting. And then he also catch the ball at the backfield. He uh, has uh, 21 receptions for 182 yards. But that guy can run the football effectively. And I feel when you get in a game like this, you have everything to play for. Absolutely. All it takes is one mistake, and that other team gets some life. And then they realize, you know what, we can win this football game. And I think when we talk about it, Chef, they're 6-9. and nine. Right. We're 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. And when you hear us talk, we talk as if we have seven, eight more wins than they do. We have one more win than they do. Exactly. And let me just say this too, man. The quarterback, he he's legit. He got good feet, right? He got a strong arm. You know what I mean? Washington is a legit player. Now, he hasn't played in a while, but we can't take him for granted and say, oh, no, he ain't the same quarterback he was. Because he can kill us with his leg. He's having a as an arm. And if, 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 in case people forgot, when we, we used to be called the Washington Redskins, it was a guy called uh, Amari Cooper that played for the Cowboys that used to, you know, give us the business. So we, yeah. they still have legitimate players over there. And Juku, he's a legit tight end. They got uh, Donovan Peoples. So they got, they got guys that can play and make plays just like we do. So we have to make him uncomfortable. We have to keep him in the pocket. We can't allow him to get out the pocket and extend plays and things of that nature. And I think we have a chance to win the game. I mean, you know, uh, I, I don't know if, the, you know, people are going to be high because Carson Wentz is playing or people are going to be down before if Carson Wentz plays. But I know him coming in in the fourth quarter uh, is, is one thing. But him starting the game and playing – a whole four quarters would be totally different. So uh, hopefully, you know, he don't have no finger issues. That was his excuse initially. Uh, hopefully he can come out and be productive and move the ball and get the ball to the guys that he need to get the ball to. We're talking to Leslie Shepard on the backyard guest line, my former teammate here in Washington. And, Shep, are we going to get some New Year's resolutions? And if you had to give a New Year's resolution for the commanders, what would that New Year's resolution be? Wow. To make the playoffs, man. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, hey, look, 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 look. Like I said at the beginning of the season, not just make it. Let's win a game in the playoffs. Yeah, this, yeah I mean, okay. I'm asking that. for everything. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's, let's play a complete game, man. How about that, man? How yeah. about, you know, how about we get more than uh, six yards on a punt return or kick return? How about that? You know what I mean? How about we get some productivity from all three units? How about that? You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, how about the coaches uh, do something to say, man, that was a smart decision. Right? Mm -hmm. Wow. He went for it right there. I mean, come on, man. We got to just, just, overall, we got to be a better unit, you know, because we just, we haven't been productive all, in all three phases. And that's, that's including the coaches as well. So uh, that's my resolution, man, to watch a good football game. How about that? All right, brother. And not be stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Like I told him, I, I think one game is just like, can y'all, like, put people away? Because I'm sick yeah, of these yeah, games going down to the last second. I want to see you put somebody away so. At the end of the game, when I start my TV show, I don't want to have stress on my face. I want to just be smiling. I want to be cheesing, you know? Yeah, how about – yeah, right. <laughs> it was something positive, right? And you tell Jeff, I said, I enjoyed the title of his song, <laughs> but the dogs in my neighborhood start barking when he was singing the hook. <laughs> We're going to get it. I'll let him know. He went to go pick up some bonchai, but when he get back, I'm going to tell him. When he get back, I'm going to just go, <laughs> 
Uh, I told him, I said, Jeff, whoever singing the hook, let them sing it. And you stop singing oh the hook. Oh, my goodness. Stick to production, <laughs> brother. <laughs> All right, dog. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, man. My man. All right. Leslie Shepard joined us here on the BetQL guest line. This is B. Mitchell Finley. We're going to take us a quick break. When we get back, we open up the phone line. 800-636-1067. New Year's resolutions for the commanders. And you can throw yours in there, too. You, you want to be a better fan? You want to be a better person at home for your wife, your kids, whatever? And what do you want the team to do better? Did you mention Philly? 1067 The Fan, 800-636-1067. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.